Hello, my name is Lisa Welsh, and I'd like to welcome you to this podcast, sponsored on the Microgreens channel by the International Microgreen Growers Association of Florida, where I'm the current director. We are glad that you're here, and we hope that you enjoy this sponsored podcast. IMGA Florida's mission is to be an essential farmer-driven cooperative committed to providing solutions in health, wealth, education, and social change by optimizing the holistic values of our members' microgreen production. For more information, please visit us at imgaflorida.org. Enjoy! Hey everyone, you're on with Lisa. So let me tell you something. How do you stay successful in business, especially microgreen business? It comes down to a very, very common thing that none of us do. At least most of us don't do. All the ones of you I've talked to, you don't do it. So don't lie. (laughs) Okay. It's called being consistent and understanding that you're part of something bigger than all of it. So what do I mean by that? Well, being consistent, yes, continually and consistently show up with your greens, even if you don't have the greatest of sales. Like sometimes, like one time we had a really bad week, and I didn't just get discouraged. I showed up the next week with microgreens, and I showed up the next week with microgreens, and I showed up the next week. And when you're consistent like that, you'll develop your following, uh, whether it's at a farmer's market, whether it's at the local health club. People will notice you showing up. And when you show up for yourself and for your business, you walk around with the confidence that you've got this. And by having that confidence to know that you've got it, people see it and they can see and they want to be a part of what you're growing. So be consistent. Well, how do you know I'm not consistent? I I grow my greens. It's more than that. How consistent are you with your social media? How consistent are you with talking to your customers? How consistent are you with your SEO? Do you have a website? Do you want a website? What's holding you back? Where do you think you need to show up for people, but you're not? Are you just somebody who, and some of you may not even really do social media. There's nothing wrong with that. I literally sell very little online. Actually, no, I sell a lot online. I lied. Okay, but if I didn't, I didn't have to sell a lot online. I could do very well without selling online. Um, I just started selling online because of COVID. But anyhow, um, and most of the stuff I sell online isn't, I don't sell any microgreens online. Not one. I sell grow kits and other things online. But um, I consistently show up for that. Now, how often do I market that? Never. Not anymore. Why? Because I fall into the same trap as everybody else. I get tired of it, and I fail to be consistent sometimes. There you go. My truth. Y'all know I ain't afraid to tell you my truth. So how do you get better at being consistent? Well, what I used to do when I was much more disciplined, and I had nothing else to do with my day... Well, I mean, I had a lot to do with my day, but I just ran one business. I wasn't dealing with three. So when I just ran one business, this is how I did it. I would put notes on my computer. And on Fridays, it was blog day. So every Friday, I had a blog. Every Thursday, I had a podcast. Religiously. Every week. And I hated doing it. But I would get it done. Every Mondays, I did my accounting. So I broke my business down into five five areas. Okay. Like, just five days of the week, right? So I had marketing, sales, um, I guess you'd call it, I don't know what you'd call it. I call it my SOPs, procedures, um, production. There you go, production, that's a good word for it. Production, 
bookkeeping and admin. So those are my five topics that I focus on on my business. And what I would do is I would take the calendar and I would assign them numbers. So one would be marketing, two would be sales, whatever. Go through my five. And then I would put them on every week in my calendar. So like maybe on Tuesday I was doing marketing. Uh, and the following week on Friday I was doing marketing. Like whatever. But I would do the... I guess I call them, I keep them in binders, so I keep my daily, like, requirements or, like, my weekly requirements of what I need to do for each area of my business. Because if you're a solopreneur, you're running the show by yourself. You're overwhelmed. It's easy to forget things. And, well, maybe you're not overwhelmed. I don't know. But the most of you that I meet, you all seem overwhelmed. Just go keep it real. And you all start out very gung-ho. Like, as if you're going to reinvent the wheel, let me tell you something. Let me give you a little bit of advice. Don't reinvent Jack. If something doesn't exist, don't assume that you're the first person on the planet who ever thought of it. Now, you might be, but usually that's not the case. Somebody else has already thought of it, tried it, failed, or it doesn't work for some reason. You just don't know why yet because there's more information needed. Um, when you're looking for, um, you know, there's a lot of, I remember when I was started, I used to hear this all the time. Well, they don't have the... Nobody has one of these and nobody has one of those. Well, look, nobody's going to do all the work for you except for as long as you remember the association. I pretty much have already done it all. Um, so there are books and reference guides that are there that have more information than anything I've ever seen online. But from growing guides to all that good stuff. But irregardless, this isn't a push for the association. What this is is saying you need to be aware that you do not need to spend 14 hours creating the perfect Canva picture to go into your microgreens thing. Now, granted, there are some of you who are photographers. There are some of you who are marketing people. There are some of you who are IT people. IT people, please call me. Oh, man, I wish. Anyhow, we all have different skill sets. I have a skill set for calling it out, I guess. But I'm actually good at a lot of different things. But, you know, whatever, we all are. So if you spend all that time trying to invent this thing, you're going to spend your wheels just going forth and forth and forth. Because it's never going to be perfect. It doesn't always have to be perfect. But you don't always want to send out crappy content. I struggled from that too. When I started doing everything all the time, trying to get everything out, I just started, my content started becoming crappy. And I picked up the third company and all that good stuff. There was no way I could just keep up. So now I outsource it. Yep, you heard it. I outsource it. If you all love my Instagram, that's wonderful. I have never once posted a picture in Instagram. Not once has it ever come from me. I have had people do it the entire time I've been in business. Because I don't know how to use Instagram. Y'all, I just ain't that hip on it. And I'm not even that old. Well, I mean, I guess I'm old, but I don't feel that old. But, you know, you have to figure out what works for you and why it works for you. And why it doesn't work for you. So, you have to be consistent, though. That's the thing. And even if you can't be consistent anymore because your schedule no longer allows it, then you've got to pick up the slack and make sure that to your customers, it stays the same. To my customers, I mean, half the people I meet now, they all think, they actually do like my Instagram, by the way. Um, they like the content that I post, which is funny because, again, I don't usually post it. Now, I do get messages, and I do, I'm the one who usually reaches out to people who message me and call me. But at some point, I'll probably outsource some of that, too. It just becomes too much. Um and that's what happens when you try to, you know, give, like, the best customer service, but you can only divide yourself so many times. Like, I mean, if you have an annoying customer who calls you and talks to you for, like, three hours, do you really want to talk to them all the time they call? Or you just want to go, let that one go to voicemail? Man, I know you letting that go to voicemail. Now, I'm a fast talker. 
I've always been a fast talker. I come from the north. I was the youngest of three. And if you didn't spit that crap out fast, nobody listened to you. So I always had to learn to go fast, which can be off-putting to some people. Surprisingly, around with most people, I have not found that to be the case. Most people kind of find it refreshing. I'm not sure why. When I listen to myself on recordings, I think I sound like a chipmunk. Way too fast. But I can't change who I am. Who I am is who I am, which is the whole point of why everyone should show up authentically, but consistently in the world for ourselves. So when you want to think about what can you do to, what's the number one thing you can do to grow the most business? Be consistent. I promise you opportunities will come from all over. I mean, I've had calls from all over the world already, from different people with different opportunities for me, different um, ways to collaborate, different concepts, um, just a whole bunch of things. I've signed so many NDAs, it's ridiculous. Um, The things that I know are coming are impressive and also quite scary. But nonetheless, you just have to be consistent. When you show up talking about your microgreens and you do not fail to be consistent with that. You're not just flitting from subject to subject to uh, money-making whatever scheme to money-making scheme. When you stay consistently caring about people's health and trying to grow food for people, because hopefully you have a love for people, then you will find the people. There's plenty of people in this country, in this world, for many more people to become microgreen growers. So many more. But the thing is, how do you find those people? Well, most of the time, you just find them by being yourself and doing your own thing. And they hear you. They see you. They watch you. They observe you. By being consistent, you are the greatest asset that you have. When you're inconsistent, and I shouldn't even mention this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Because I'm like the world's worst person at this. When you show up late to markets and like late everywhere, I'm a late person. Actually, I never used to be. I have now accepted that I am a late person because I just can't ever get ahead. But if you show up consistently on time and you're ready for action, hey, you have a great turnout. Great things happen because people know they can count on you. You're dependable. You're reliable. When you're not reliable and you're late and you're flitting and floating, you're not consistent. It does hurt your business. Um, that's for sure. Now, that's why I do deliveries in the middle of the night. Because then no one's really watching what time I get there. So if I get there at 4 in the morning, if I get there at 5 in the morning, I got myself my own built-in grace period. So when you learn who you are and you're honest about what your flaws are or what your character defects are, then you can try to find workarounds that you can use in your business that will make you still strong in that area. Like when I write grants and stuff like that, there are people who I partner with as I write all my stuff, as I do things or... I hire people to proofread, but because I know that's a weakness, I already know how to get over it. I know I have to hire someone. I know it's going to cost me 25 bucks to have all this done or whatever, or 50 bucks or 100 bucks, whatever it is, to get this and that done. And then I'm okay to go forward and take care of it because I, I know the expectation up front. But if there's something you struggle with, then, you know, always look to find a partner farm or somebody else who you can kind of work with. I mean, the people that we have who do most of our nonprofits association, our people, I said, what do you want to do? What do you think you're good at? What do you want to do? And they tell me, and I say, okay, well, then you can be this and you can do that. 
um, the podcast person likes to do podcasts. So that's fine. Off my plate, one thing you want to do. And you like it. Great. Even better. Somebody said they wanted to do the YouTube channel. Fine. Great. Then do it. Have fun with it. I don't ever mind giving somebody something that they feel is their element. Now, granted, if they think it's their element and it's really not their element, I'd probably tell them. Because who wouldn't want honest feedback? Um, but as you as you think about what's the next year, you're starting to get into the, you know, you're going to be having an opportunity with all these people starting out with New Year's. Everybody wants to make a resolution. I want to lose all this weight. I want to be healthier. That's the crap that they spit in their mouths starting from, like, after Thanksgiving till New Year's. They start thinking about the fact that they need to do this, and they're going to they're gonna tell themselves that they can't start this diet until New Year's, which, why, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. If you're committed to a goal, you just go ahead and make that goal, make that declaration, and just go ahead and go for it. You don't need to wait for any holiday. It's just an excuse. And if you start out your resolution with an excuse, well, what do you think is going to happen? By, like, the second week of January, they're going to quit. But it's not for us to judge that either. But what we can do is we know that a lot of people potentially are going to be thinking about being healthier. So right now we should be running up our health campaigns. We should be talking to people about being healthy and giving options and doing subscriptions or deliveries or picking them up at the local store, wherever you drop your microgreens off, wherever you sell them to, talk to chefs about incorporating them as more than just a garnish on their, their dishes. And they may never incorporate them as more than a garnish. And that is the reality. But that's okay too. Because you're just doing what you do. You talk, you're consistent, you're there. You talk consistently there. They're going to buy. So, right now, it's about to be Thanksgiving, so happy Thanksgiving, y'all. I hope you have a wonderful day. But take this next month and show up consistently for your business in a way that you have not done consistently this whole year. Like, think about something that you wish you would have done. Like, oh, I wish I would have taken the samples I had left over to, I don't know, someplace, and just do it for the next month. And I guarantee you, you'll see your sales increase. They surely won't decrease, and we're headed into a recession. So if you can get your sales to increase, you are doing the right thing. So keep it up. Just be consistent. You guys have a wonderful day, and I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. I'm going to actually probably follow a good recipe I just found online. For making, I'm going to make some microgreen butter. Because that sounds delicious. Um, it just does. So anyhow, you guys have a wonderful day. Talk to you later. Bye. Wow, what amazing conversation. To be featured or sponsor an episode of the IMGA Microgreens channel, email mo.ur ibe at imgaflorida.org and we'll happily get you on. If you want any more information about or to join the IMGA Florida, please contact membership at imgaflorida.org. Enjoy the rest of your day.